Hey, hey, this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Ask Me Anything episode. Uh, before we get into it, guys, sorry um, for the lateness of this episode, but I had a previous engagement uh, on a Friday that I just totally slipped my mind until the last second, so things needed to be pushed back. Uh, so once again, I'm sorry. Uh, guys, but uh, before we get into the Ask Me Anything, let's do the housekeeping like every week. Uh, if you guys leave a review, go to Facebook fan page or Apple Podcasts, leave a review, right? Um, hit me up, uh, DM me either on Twitter, Instagram, any of the other places you can get a hold of me. Uh, let me know what, what, uh, you know, fan page or Apple Podcasts where you left the review. Give me your name, your number. Well, not number, my fault. Your name, your address, and I'll send out the uh, sticker for you, okay? Uh, Also, I'm on all social media. I'm I'm talking Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Uh, All under Michigan Maniac Podcast. So please go to the uh, YouTube and check out some of the... I'm so old sometimes. Just check out all uh, all the videos I have there. Um, there's some are really, <laughs> some of your more popular ones are the, my reaction episodes, definitely the state, though, the Michigan State reaction episode was pretty good. I think all of them are pretty great, but there's a few fan favorites. So check out YouTube, like and subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll get going. It's, is it me or is it just weird that, I mean, maybe I'm a sadist or something, but... I kind of missed. I missed watching Michigan play football this week. It just seemed weird. I mean, right now I should be screaming about how bad we lost to Maryland. I don't think there's any chance that we would have beat them today. I mean, I guess there is. It just depends on what nightmare was going to show up. Would it be the night, the offensive nightmare, or the defensive nightmare? But either way, you know, I mean, I guess there's a chance we would have won. Uh, I don't know. I must be a real sadist. I mean, I love basketball. Don't get me wrong. Watching Michigan basketball is great. And they're young, and they're exciting to watch. And I love how fiery they are. I mean, who who got excited when you saw Jawan Howard yelling at Livers and Livers fighting back? I mean, I would love to see that in the Michigan football team. I would love to see Harbaugh do something other than what he's doing and looking like just a bewildered, beleaguered old man. <sighs> so, anyways, let's get on to the Ask Me Anything. Um, first question, coming from, I like to call him Big Smoke, right? I, I The way his Instagram handle is, when you look at it real quick, it looks like Big Smoke. <laughs> I know it's not, but I just like to call him that since uh, the IG hangouts that we had on for the first... First couple of Michigan games before they just got too miserable to do. I mean, because of the product on the field. Not because of you guys. It was always fun to hang out with you guys. But yeah, Big Smoke sends this one in. Assuming they clean house with the staff, what do you think our recruiting class looks like next year? And what do you think a reasonable time frame is to be expecting the new coaching staff to get the team right and fix the culture? Well, that's that's an interesting one. I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's been a lot of questions like this asked almost every Michigan podcast, but it's an important one because it it really deals with 
culture, right? And what's more important. But what I like to think is, and I've been thinking about this today, was um, if you commit to Michigan, I would hope that you're, commit, you're committing to the school, what it has to offer, the team, the family environment that we say we have there, the, the workout facilities, all of it, right? Even, heck, the, the university. Maybe, you, maybe you've always wanted to do something that Michigan is very good at uh, scholastically, you know, I mean, academically. So whatever that is. So I would hope, I would really like to think that these kids are committing to Michigan for Michigan, not for Jim Harbaugh. Because if they are just committing for Jim Harbaugh, then we might lose some. And I mean, I think, I don't think the recruiting class will, well, shoot, man, I don't know. We're going to see because there's, there's some news that Harbaugh just got a three-year uh, extension deal. So we'll see how that, if that's really true or not, or that's just rumor. Um, I, I don't think 2021 would be hurt that bad, to be quite on, honest with you, with the recruiting class. I just don't. Because even J.J. McCarthy's come out and said that he, he committed to Michigan, not to Jim Harbaugh. So that's pretty great news. Um, and I think you get him in, and we save this class, and I don't, I don't know if 2022 will be hurt. But it, uh, this is all a very precarious situation. I think you have to obviously fire everyone on the defensive side. But oh, okay, and then new coaching staff. Well, I would assume if they fire Harbaugh, the new coach. I think uh, if depending on who it is, right? Like if it's um, if it's Matt Campbell, I think he could. I think he can change the culture in a year. I'm not kidding. He he seems so. His belief and his like his electric like coaching persona or whatever it is really seems to speak to these kids. So I, I, I don't think that these kids at Michigan don't want to play. And I don't think they don't want to win. I think they're just so beat down by the process or by who Jim Harbaugh is or whatever this situation has become that I just think you got a new coaching staff. Or hell, let's just say they keep Harbaugh, right? And he gets an electric, like, Matt Campbell type defensive coordinator that could energize the whole team too. I think in a year it could be absolutely on fire. I absolutely just depends on the hire you make. And that high, that person has to, has to have a culture, a belief, uh, something about him that the kids can automatically buy into. Cause as we know, if Harbaugh's sticking around, they're not buying into him. He he's not one of those guys that you're going to, run over the hill for and die. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get that guy. So if they make the right hire, whew, that would be great. That would be freaking awesome. And I think we could save the culture. That I think you could revitalize the culture. And then if it was Harbaugh, you can revitalize it with a great defensive hire. Or new coaching staff, you can – because they're talented. They're talented kids. They want to win. It's not that they just – recruited a bunch of losers you know i mean they want to win it's just that it's very hard when you you lose faith in the coaching staff to do to put you in the right situation the right situation to win so i hope that answers it there big smoky um now peter one of the uh hardcore maniacs always gives me what i like about peter is he always gives me outside the box que uh, questions like i said this is ask me anything so i will answer Pretty much anything you ask me. And it doesn't matter what subject. 
Um, Peter asks, uh, one, he sent me four, so we'll go through it. Do you miss living in Colorado? No, I don't. I don't miss Colorado one bit. I mean, I grew up there. I lived in Denver till I was about 25. Uh, well, no, actually, till I was about 27. Then me and my ex-wife moved out here to Phoenix. Um, I hate the snow. I hate, I mean, I hate it. I hate the snow. And it's not so much the actual snow. It's just with my job and what I do, working with the airline, working out at DIA, it's miserable in the wintertime. And then also black ice. I hate it. People, so many people move from Texas or California into Denver, Colorado. They have no clue what it's like to drive and black drive on black ice, and it's frightening. So those are two of the main reasons why I don't really miss Colorado at all. Um, why Arizona? Well, very good question. Uh, so why Arizona? Well. Denver had just, uh, me and my ex-wife were married, and we had just went through one of the worst blizzards Denver's had. I think it snowed like something like 38 inches in um, a matter of, I want to say, four hours or something. It was ridiculous, and I had just had it. I was done, and my ex-wife was in Arizona at the time um, visiting her family, and I was like, hey. It's it's cheaper in Arizona at the time, or still is actually cheaper to live out here. It's cheaper to buy a house in Arizona. It, I hated the snow. I wanted a change of pace. You know, kind of wanted to see what I could do away from my family. Just you know, see what that was all like. So that's why. And then um, my ex-wife, uh, her job had an opening in Arizona, so we transferred out here, and the rest is history. We bought a house and all that. Um, number three, would you ever consider? Living in the Midwest, why or why not? Um, I'll be honest. I the snow, <laughs> the cold really is the biggest deterrent from me moving to the Midwest. But I'll tell you though, uh, Midwest has some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, and I always like to say that um, I'm Midwest dime piece, right? Like out here in Arizona, I'm uh, I'm too big and cuddly for some of these for some of these ladies. So. Uh, I definitely would be killing it in the Midwest. You know, I mean, I'm built for the snow, but I live in the heat, if you know what I mean. So, um, and plus, I think the, the the cost of living, all that kind of stuff is just perfect for the Midwest. I just, I don't know if I can bring myself to live in the snow again. And I mean, it's kind of a, <laughs> it sounds silly, but I, I just, I can't, I can't take it. Uh... Now, is Braylon Edwards the best wide receiver in Michigan football history? So he throws in a nice little Michigan question at the end. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of great Michigan wide receivers, and I love Braylon Edwards. He's up there. If he's not the best, he's up there. I mean, I think Nico Collins, definitely, he was one of my favorites, and he could have been one of the best. I think he just... He really got stuck on some really with just uh, awful Michigan quarterbacks, or, or one in general. Um, I would, you know, I also loved Amani Toomer. I loved Amani Toomer. Mercury Hayes. I love that guy. Uh, I Ty Streets. I was hit or miss with Ty Streets. Surprising, right? Uh, I, I oof, boy, that's a good one. Arrington was. Let's see. David Terrell. I mean, does everybody remember David Terrell? That guy was uh, very impressive. 
But yeah, I guess if you really have to break it down, I mean, Manningham, all those. Uh, but yeah, I would say he probably is. Derek, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say, yeah, Braylon Edwards, in my opinion, is the best Michigan wide receiver. I liked everything about him. I loved all his physical traits, right? His skill on the football field, the way he can get open, but also his smack talk was amazing. I loved it. I loved how much shit he talked every, almost every game. Desmond Howard, Jeepers, there's, there used to be so many greats. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with it. I think that was a good one. Braylon Edwards is is, in my opinion, the best. Um, now Josh Yuski, or I don't know. I cannot. I cannot pronounce that last name. But Josh, another maniac, uh, sends this one. Where's McCarthy on the depth chart next season, and what are the odds Michigan pursues McKenzie Milton in the portal? Um, I think McKenzie Milton is the University of Central Florida kid, the UFC kid, or UC, yeah, it's UCF, my fault, UCF kid. Um, I hope Harbaugh doesn't. Because I, 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 I hope they don't go after McKenzie at all. Because I really, to be quite honest with you, I think we're doing all right quarterback-wise. Because uh, you'll have Cade McNamara, and then you'll have J.J. McCarthy. And then the Velvet Fog himself, uh, Valare, Dan Valare. Because I would assume Milton's going to transfer as soon as he can. I mean, with all the rumors that have been out lately about how pissed he was in the Rutgers game... And that he's going to transfer and he's going to drop 50 on Michigan. Now, if that's true, I don't blame him for being upset. But, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> he's got to look at himself in the mirror and be like, he didn't bring it as best as he could either. So, to really blame that on the coaching staff is kind of silly in a way. But, you know, at some point in time, you have to take responsibility for your own actions and your own gameplay. Now, granted, the coaching staff does not get off on this. They, they definitely... Uh, are responsible for a lot of his trouble, but they're not the ones who are throwing the ball, you know, three yards short and into the dirt or away 10 to 15 feet over the wide receiver's head. That's not their fault. So, so I would assume uh, Milton's going to transfer, but I think we're in a pretty good position. I think McCarthy will probably come in and compete for the starting job or, or, uh, I think he'll compete for it. I just don't. I definitely don't see Harbaugh starting him. I really don't. They might go for a, a portal kid, but I definitely they're not going to go for someone that's. Ah, God, I, I just can't imagine them doing that because that comes with the expectation that this kid's going to want to start. And we see what Harbaugh's done with bringing in kids from from transfers. It just doesn't seem to work, uh, except for Ruddick. But. Uh, I want to see what we can do. And I, I don't think Cade McNamara is going to be hurt next year. Hopefully he gets, you know, this has just been a bad year. So between him and, and McCarthy, I think we're in really good shape. You know, and then you backload from here on out with these with these uh, recruiting classes, and I think we should be okay. But um, I think he's second. I think they'll give him a shot to see what he can do in uh, competing. But overall, I think he's going to be the backup with Cade being the number one guy next year. Um. Now, Gabe puts out this one. What are your, th my big man, Gabe, another original maniac for sure. What are your thoughts on what Harbaugh said? Oh, Herb Street said, my fault, Harbaugh. Uh, got Harbaugh on the brain. 
Um, I mean, you know, <sighs> I used to like Herb Street, right? It's just so annoying because it just really proves who he is at, at his core. I mean, he'll always be a Buckeye. And this, like, spoiled little child routine he put out there. And then he backs down from it and apologizes. I, you know, I, I would... I would respect it if I thought that the apology was um, genuine. I just think he did it because somebody told me he had to, and then he's like, oh, this could be a very bad moment for me. You know, so I don't think he did it because he truly feels that way. Because if he, if he did feel apologetic for it, he just wouldn't have said it. I mean, he's smart enough, and it just goes to show who he really is, in my, in my opinion. I mean, I know he tries to be unbiased and all that baloney, but down deep, that's who he is. I don't like, I just, now it really makes, I just really don't like him. Maybe I'll change my mind later, but right now, calling us cowards, I mean, they're, they're basically with their, with their uh, platform is that they're backing Michigan into a, a position where they may have to break rules of COVID just so they can play a game to help Ohio State. Because, you know, because you're Kurt Herbstreet, you know, you're on TV. You can go out there. Now that you've said it, it's still been said. No one can unhear you call Michigan cowards. Even though it's A-OK, no one said that Ryan Day was a coward when Ohio State had a cancer, cancel against Illinois. You know what I mean? No one said that. No, no, that's, that's all appropriate because it happened at the right time for them. Because it wasn't against, you know, a rival or anything like that. It's just ridiculous. I just I think it's in very poor taste, and I absolutely think less of Herb Street now because of it. Um, I'm just majorly annoyed with him anyway, so I don't I don't know. It is what it is, but it, it definitely shows. <sighs> okay, another one. What do What do you think your your views are, or what are your views? My fault. What are your views on Harbaugh's three year extension? If if at all pop, if at all real, I guess is what they're trying to say here. Um, well, if it's real, oh, man, I, I, I can't get back on the Harbaugh train. I just can't. It's, I, I know he's a. I think he's just a a great. I wouldn't even say great coach. I think he's just a solid NFL coach now. I think he. Whatever happened to him, he just he doesn't know how to talk to kids anymore. He doesn't know how to create a culture. He doesn't know how to do any of that. He just doesn't. I mean, I, I love the fact, because I'm real torn, because I love the fact that he marched with his kids for the BLM thing. I love the support he gave them. I love how he thinks outside the box when it comes to, you know, um, uh, being able to transfer, uh, you know, one-time transfer without any penalty. I love the championship week idea. I, I love some of his thoughts on the college football playoff. I love all these things about him. But that in itself doesn't help create a good culture or a good football team. And I just, I don't, it's not even that we suck or we're inexperienced, right? It's the way they act on the field. It's the way they act when they get down by seven or something isn't going exactly their way. They start to pout. They keep their head down. They don't play hard. They give up. And it's not because they're not talented. These kids are super talented. But it's the coaching. Something about the way they coach these boys makes them weak-minded. They give up. 
It has nothing to do with 2020. Because look at 2018. Look at 2019. When things didn't go their way towards the end of the year, they gave up. That's coaching. That's a culture. And if it is a three-year extension, I hope it's the most aggressive three-year extension ever to where they're like, if you don't win 10 games next year, you're fired, and you've got a $30 buyout. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to be – because I just – I can't get on – I just cannot. I cannot get – I just – I can't support Harbaugh anymore. I just can't. Maybe he'll come out and they'll beat Ohio State, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. They're really going to beat Ohio State, but, you know – Maybe if they come out, you know, because, well, that'd be the fitting end to 2020, right? We absolutely stink all season long, and then we beat Ohio State just to save Harbaugh's job. And then, you know, and then that'd be perfect for 2022 or 2020 as well, because then that screws over Ohio State. So it's it would be perfect. It would be one of the, you know, that would be the only fitting way 2020 ends, even though I'd be stuck with Harbaugh for another three years or whatever. I really wanted him to be good. I just, I can't get behind it. His culture sucks. His culture absolutely sucks. And how he treats, how he treats past players suck. How he does most of whoever he's become since 2016, it sucks. He, he just, it sucks. And I'm not, I just refuse to believe into it. I just, I don't want to even pay into it anymore. If he's here for three years, all right. I mean, I still hope that we win a national title in 2022 like I predicted, but I don't know anymore. I had such high hopes for this guy, and it's just sickening to see what he's become or what he's allowed this program to become, and it's all mental culture stuff. It has nothing to do with talent. You know, I mean, obviously you have to get rid of Don Brown. I would assume if that three-year deal, it's very contingent on if he fires Don Brown immediately after the season's over. Um, Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, I wish we knew more of the behind the scenes, but I mean, if Milton's already talking shit like he is, does that does that talk about culture? That lead, that's culture, guys. I, I you know, and just so openly talking shit like that, that's culture. He has no respect for Jim Harbaugh or the coaches, and the coaches probably didn't do anything to help him out either. So, what more do you need to know? It's awful. Nah, I, I, I just wish we could wash our hands with him and just go after Matt Campbell. I, I am fully on the Matt Campbell train now. I just, I, I want to believe that he could be the guy. So, um, it's really about it, guys. Uh, sorry, I had to cancel the, I had to push back the episode till tonight. Um, but I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I got the uh, wrap up from uh, Spotify. Right, and it was showing me all the stuff that just some of the the few highlights of the year, which I mean there are very few highlights in 2020. But one of the good things is is that the podcast itself is up 37 percent with new followers, new listeners, listenership is up 37 percent over last year. So to be up 37 percent in a pandemic, it it is all because of you. It's all because of you maniacs continuing to listen, the silent majority of you out there, the just telling your friends and family or whoever will listen that they should check out this check out this podcast. And I always say, please just continue to do it. Let's become the number one Michigan podcast in all of 
America, right? I just, because I'm independent, I'm not, I'm not, you know, supported by anything other than just me. So, I really appreciate you guys. I mean, to be up 37% in a, in a uh, pandemic is awesome. I could have never done it without you. So I appreciate it, guys. I really, really appreciate you. Um, please continue to tell all your friends and family, or hell, anybody. Anybody just walking down the street who has a Michigan hat on. Just let them know about my podcast. You know, Let's get this maniac train rolling. Um, once again, I'm on all social media. Uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Go to YouTube, check out the videos, the reaction videos. The reaction episodes are always the more popular. Um, but I think all of them are fantastic. Um, guys, once again, if you go to Apple Podcasts or Fanbook, the Facebook fan page and leave a review, five-star, rate it and review or just rate it whatever i don't care i i only want the stars that i am uh i've earned you know i think i'm a five-star podcaster but you might not think so but either way i welcome the rating so guys do that hit me up on dm i'll send you a sticker i'll send you a couple stickers and we'll get you get we'll get you going all right thank you so much once again for being um maniacs and listening it's been fantastic and can you believe that this week coming up tomorrow is the beginning of the Ohio State Michigan game. Isn't that it's bonkers to think that that's even happening or that it could happen? It I don't know. All right, guys. Well, I'm sure I'll have a big game pregame or some other stuff happening this week, depending on what they call for the game. So, um, guys, you know, it'll be it'll be great to be a Michigan Wolverine again, and I'm hoping real soon. I'm hoping 2021 <laughs> real soon. Um, guys, always and forever, go blue.